Good morning. You are listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Janine, and this is Get the Funk Out. Standing by to join us on the second half is actor, producer, stuntwoman, author, and philanthropist Lori Love. And she has been passionate about film and theater since a very young age, and she's using that passion to help change the world. Uh, one of the things we're going to talk about, and we're going to talk about a lot of things, but one, we're going to talk about how she was a contributor and co-author of the book From Us for You, Inspiring Stories of Healing, Growth, and Transformation. Good morning, Lori. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. Excited to be here. You have such an interesting background, actor, producer, stunt woman. Uh, I want to <laughs> jump into the stunt woman. How did you become a stunt woman? Um, actually, that started when I first got into film. I started doing my own stunts then about 15 years ago. I, I had a stunt double in a movie, and I I was like, you know what? No, I can do that. I want to do it. Cool. And I had the opportunity at that time, luckily, and that's how I got into it. That was my foray into stunts. Were you always fearless as a kid, like a skateboarding or anything like that? <laughs> Yeah, you know, I played a lot of sports. I've always had a little bit of a a, a wild side to me that mm-hmm. that quest to do things that I didn't think was possible. So that's always been something something within me that I've had. That's cool. I I was I'm laughing when I asked about skateboarding because when I was little, I remember barreling down the street in Connecticut. And it was so steep and losing control. And I'm like, what am I going to do? And I just like jumped into the bushes. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and, and now I'm like, I could never. <laughs> Too funny. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about um, acting. Acting has always been something you were passionate about, right? Yeah. Yeah. For a very long time. And as long so, as I can remember. Really? So you started when you were little? I actually didn't start when I was little. I was begging my parents to put me into acting, to put me into anything. I wanted to be, you know, the next, uh, you know, Disney kid, and and they didn't want that life for me. So I kind of figured out other ways to fulfill that within myself, and I started doing school plays, and once I got into high school and I was able to drive and, and work, that's when I really started to... Um, you know, explore my options in acting and, and do more. That's and great. by the time I got to college, that's when I chose my own path to follow. Is it interesting to have so many uh, different, uh, you know, areas of interest, you know, acting, producing? I feel like it all fits together like a puzzle. You know, it kind of does. It, it all goes together. I uh, It's funny because when I was going to college, they're like, hey, are you going to pick a major? Can you, like, leave now? You've mm-hmm. taken so many classes. <laughs> so I kind of have that. I want to learn. I want to learn everything. And in order to be the best at at something you're doing, something you love in your career, you have to know something about everything. And that's kind of the tactic I took with doing everything. And I just sure. want to be gainfully employed so I can wear a lot of hats. Yeah. Well, if you're a producer and you understand acting, that's really helpful, mm-hmm. too, you know? So they, I feel like they complement one another. Absolutely, absolutely. And then with writing and everything from, you know, beginning to end, it all it all has a nice uh, coming together. What's your latest uh, project, um, Pursuit? What is that about? Yeah, Pursuit. That's, a, that's our latest one. Uh, it just came out. It's available on... Um, all the streaming platforms right now, Apple TV and Vudu. Fun, uh, awesome action movies starring John Cusack and Emile Hirsch and uh, Jake Stanley. Congratulations, by the way. 
Thank you. What has it been like working in the pandemic? Oh, my gosh. It has <laughs> been something else. Uh, not for the weak of heart, let yeah. me tell you. We, we, we did a movie in Texas during the pandemic, and um, that's when everyone was, you know, having to quarantine basically at home, and we packed our whole family up, and we drove Ugh. to Texas, and we quarantined there, and we made a movie. Oh and um, it was uh, stifling, but uh, also wonderful. Yeah. to be doing something that other people weren't doing at the time. Well, I was going to say, and you hit it on the head, um, at a time of great disconnect, to be able to still act and still get together with colleagues and be creative must have been very <laughs> uplifting. It was very uplifting. It, it, was, it was quite a blessing to be able to do that, even though how hard it was. It, you know, just struggling through that time, trying to figure out what are we going to do, how are we going to work, mm-hmm. you know, and losing that artistic ability, it was really tough. So that was very, very um, uplifting, and, and it sits on my heart a lot. Sure. I mean, can you imagine if everything came to a screeching halt for you, what that would have done? Because a lot of people, oh, that's yeah. what's the case, yeah. I mean, it, it, and it kind of did, and, and we kind of broke out of the mold, and, you know, we're independent yeah. filmmakers, and we said, well, we can still make movies. Good. We can still, and yeah. so we did. Yeah, that's wonderful. Let's talk about uh, the book from Us for You, Inspiring Stories of Healing, Growth, and Transformation. How did that come about? Uh, actually, it's coming up on the year anniversary since its release. Um, That came about a friend of mine reached out to me after I had publicly been talking about my health journey Mm -hmm. uh, with fibromyalgia and heavy metal toxicity. And she has, she's an author and she asked me to be in a book compilation with 25 other women talking about our um, healing and uh, you know, overcoming and uh, she wanted to put this inspirational book together, and we, it was a caveat of that, you know, all the proceeds would go to a nonprofit organization that was chosen. And uh, they ended up awarding it to the Arizona Women Foundation for Women, excuse me, Arizona Foundation for Women. Okay. And uh, it was quite an amazing experience to publicly talk about all of what has been going on with me and in the chapter that I wrote. Um, and uh, it's been a great, you know, project ever since. I've had so many women and men reach out to me saying, hey, you know, I've been suffering from this or I know someone that's been suffering from this. And, mm-hmm. you know, being able to have that awareness out there has been awesome. Could you tell us a little bit about what fibromyalgia is? Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's not a widely talked about uh, chronic illness. Uh, I call it an invisible illness. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's, it deals with chronic widespread pain. Okay. Uh, other things associated with it are insomnia, um, cognitive symptoms, lower abdominal pain, hypersensitivity to light, cold, heat. Um, you know, it's basically a disorder of pain processing. And how long have you had this? Well, I was diagnosed four years ago with it, finally, Um, and I've been treated for it. I've been healing for the past three years. Unbelievable. I'm Mm -hmm. sure it was really healing in a sense to be able to write about it. You know, it was. I was was absolutely terrified because I had hidden 
my illness for a very long time. Really? Uh, just of, of my career and not wanting okay. to be seen as a, a liability or, or she's sick or anything like that. So I, I hit it. I hit it from everybody. I, I even hit it from, you know, my husband and kids because I was worried how scared they would be. Oh, no. I really knew how bad it was. So, yeah. you know, they go, my husband worked out of state a lot and, you know, my kids would go off to school and then I would just, you know, be struggling the rest of the day until I picked them up. Oh, my gosh. Lori, yeah. that's awful. <laughs> it was. It was, you know, it's like an internal torture. I wouldn't wish fibromyalgia on anyone. <laughs> I wouldn't. Do you have to watch certain things that you eat and, and, you know, change your lifestyle? I do. You know what? And I totally did. I, I thought I was a very, you know, pretty healthy person until I found out, no, I'm, I'm not as healthy as I thought. And I, I completely changed my lifestyle. I went vegan. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I stopped eating dairy and gluten and uh, refined sugar. I That's good. Do, yeah, I do yeah. yoga. I, everything I've done, as far as that sense, has helped me in so many ways. Sure. I feel okay. like, um, by the way, I'm vegan, <laughs> gluten-free, dairy-free. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I and like, I... What do you eat? <laughs> yeah, it, you know, and people just say, what do you eat, and where do you get you this, mm-hmm. and um, it's incredible once you start eliminating things, how good you can feel. Oh, yeah. You know, because they become toxic to you. Absolutely. In the beginning of things, when I was trying to figure out what was wrong with me, I started a food diary. So every time I would eat something, I would write it down, and how I felt, you know, after I was trying to slowly figure out what was going on, and, um, you know, mm-hmm. can I, am I allergic to something? Yeah. And I found out I was allergic to all kinds of stuff. Sure. <laughs> Did you ever suffer from eczema as a kid or, or, you know, any of those things? No, not eczema. Okay. No, I didn't have an issue with that. But when I turned 18, mm-hmm. I uh, ended up being diagnosed with irritable bowel syndrome, ah. which is interesting, which is kind of a like a clue with fibromyalgia. A lot of people with fibromyalgia end up have that or have been dealing with that. And, you know, at that time, they're like, there's no cure, you know, you're just going to have to deal with it for the rest of your life. So that's kind of how I dealt with things. I was like, well, I can't do anything about it. I just have to deal with it. Yeah. I probably had that too, but I didn't care. I went to college. I had all the pizza and wings I wanted. (laughs) All the pizza and beer. (laughs) Right, exactly. Yeah, and all kinds of things. And um, But then, you know, you start... Realizing, like, wait, I really don't feel well. Mm-hmm. You know, what? What? I have to be a detective to figure this out. Exactly. Yeah. Amazing. So, um, you must feel so much better that you've been able to discover this about yourself. Oh, Janine, I am on top of the world. Like, literally, I could just run up a mountain and scream with excitement right now because from where I was before mm-hmm. you know i could bar- i could barely walk i had to crawl yeah. up my stairs and pull my laundry up to do laundry oh my it gosh. would take me all day to do dishes you know the thing the normal things that people do was the biggest struggle it was like running a relay just mm-hmm. to you know go pick up the kids from school yeah. so you know i feel every day i wake up and i'm i'm waking up without pain and i'm waking up feeling good i had i had i lost you know 60 pounds over this whole thing wow i am just i, I can do cartwheels you know it, i'm just so happy and it and it and it really took learning how to love myself and put myself first mhm sure that projected me into this into this uh, area of 
health and wellness and well-being. Well, and I also uh, want to mention to the listeners, because I put this on the show blog, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org, that you also have your co-owner of an award-winning Arizona production and post-production company, Victory Angel Films, LLC. And uh, you have to have a lot of energy. You have four kids and three dogs. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I do. And, you know, I I didn't have a lot of energy, and and I I like to be involved in a lot of things. I keep very, very busy. If I'm not doing this type of stuff, I'm actually volunteering my time. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's just something in, in my heart and I have passion for. And um, the, the, the company, Victor Angel Films, is actually my, my old company. The company I'm with right now is Skiba Vision. Okay. Oh, yeah. I have that on here as well. And uh, yeah. which is headed by your husband, director Brian Skiba. That's right. That's right. Yeah. How, does, how is that, working with your husband on a production company? Fun or crazy? <laughs> Mixed bag? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It, it, has, it has its ups and downs, yeah. but in our world because we, like, eat, sleep, breathe movies, basically. It's it's our together time as well. So, you know, we appreciate that, and we get to be creative together. And and since we met, you know, we've been making movies since we've met. So it's just a part of our lives, and and we do love it. We do. It's definitely hard. It's definitely a struggle. Um, There's good days and bad days, but overall, it's pretty awesome. Now, are you... um are you a screenwriter? Like, do you come up with these ideas, and or do you both yeah. come up with ideas? Yeah. Yeah, we. I mean, we both do. Uh, we're we're both writers as well. Um, he's known more for his writing, but yes, um, we come up with a lot together. We co-write together. That's great. Um, do TV and feature films together. It's it's uh, a movie life for us. That is fun. I I asked because I wrote a uh, short script in the pandemic about a woman who's totally stressed out, three kids, underappreciated, does way too much for everybody, doesn't take care of herself, and gets locked in her garage um, when her husband goes away and nobody realizes she's locked in the garage. And she has like this self-discovery and realizes, you know, she's neglected herself and and reminisces about all the crap in the garage. And yeah, it's it's Mm -hmm. funny. And I was so happy to be able to be creative in the pandemic. Isn't that wonderful? Yes. That is so amazing. I love that story, too, because I'm sure that uh, a lot of people can relate to that one. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. I'll have to send it to you. Yes. <laughs> right. Thank you. So anything else you'd like people to know about you? Um, about me? Yes. You know, I just... Uh, I I want people to... To know that if I can get through, you know, these these diseases and mm-hmm. be in remission and, and, you know, get through this, that other people can too. Um, and that that you should really take care of yourself. I know giving to everyone else is, is incredible and amazing, but you also have to think about yourself because how can you take care of anyone else? That's right. Um, as far as movies... Would love people to check all my stuff out. You know, you can find it all over the place. Check out my IMDb. And um, I'm also on Instagram at PhoenixStar07 if you want to follow me there. PhoenixStar07 on Instagram. And Lori Love, if they, yes. if, they, if they look for you on IMDb. 
Lori Love. That's correct. Fantastic. Well, I want to thank you so much for calling into the show. If uh, anyone has missed part of this conversation, it'll be up within an hour after I wrap up at the top of the hour. It'll be up as a podcast on the show blog, which again is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. Lori, this has been great. Janine, you're awesome. Thank you so much. My pleasure. And you're in L.A., right? Yes, I'm in L.A. All right. Well, I'm in Orange County, so maybe at some point we could meet up. Oh, that would be amazing. Yes, we should. Fantastic. Have a great day. You too. Thanks, Lori. Bye-bye. Bye. That was Lori Love, and if you missed any part of this, again, it'll be up as a podcast within an hour. And if you want to find out about being a guest, you can just shoot me an email to Janine, J-A-N-E-A-N-E, at org. Coming up at the top of the hour will be Sheldon Abbott with Cure for the Blues. I have about 10 minutes left. We're just going to listen to some music. The CD Putumayo World Party. And this is track seven, Just One Kiss.